Do you want to say the intro or should I? You should. Your podcast. Okay. You know you don't have to do that, right? Like, I mean, you just don't. (laughs) But I want to. Sure, sure. Go ahead. It It helps me. Okay. everybody. Welcome to Sit Still and Listen. This week our topic is about the current In- event which is the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Yep. Yeah, a- and how we're all being affected by it whether we've got tickets for it or not. <laughs> and we hope for the best but we just know that this reunion tour is going to go on for maybe a year and a half two years who knows yeah it's, it's quite the quite the worldwide trip <laughs> right yeah and, you know um so sarah and i have different perspectives of course she oh. is you know i what we would call millennial mm-hmm. and i'm a gen xer so we we've come through different things and in my lifetime i i don't recall a a large outbreak of a disease the aids epidemic yeah but that was very much limited to certain populations i guess it wasn't something you could catch by going to the grocery store true okay. <laughs> very true it, it, you had to be in a certain behavior group and in a certain you know that's very true. I forgot to take that into consideration before I opened my mouth. I apologize. Exactly. But again, okay. we again. did have that though. <laughs> and, it, and it was, you know, it was really blooming through my uh, adolescence into my early um, adulthood. So it was like front page news constantly. And, and it was semi terrifying and it probably did modify some behaviors um, early on or at least brought up the topics of safe sex and all that kind of things that probably wouldn't have happened. I'll be quite honest if that hadn't been part of my teenagerhood, but nothing has uh, colored the air literally like this has, and it's made people uh, across the whole globe aware of how connected we are to each other and actually i've i can't recall one other time where the world stood still like it has over the past few weeks yeah very it's, unique it's kind of crazy um it kind of makes me like happy in a way that some people are really taking into consideration like other people's needs and other people like they're finally you know realizing that hey i'm not the only person on this planet the world doesn't revolve around me you know what about my grandma what about their grandma what about you know that sort of thing and uh we talked about uh globalism versus versus nationalism on one of our older podcasts and i think this this whole thing kind of reinforces the fact that we are on this dirt ball together <laughs> and we better play nice with each other because we don't really have another one. And um, you can't really like 
escape your planet and go somewhere else, even though I would love to go to Mars. So I'm going to Mars, damn it. Right. Well, and you can't really escape your country right now even <laughs> no or your most, state or your, yeah, your your city travel has been halted um domestically here in the united states you can still travel uh but there's they don't really want you to unless it's like an emergency um yeah. we're just beginning to um have a little bit of um hotels and things are hinting that they're open um one that you and i visit sarah um over in what is that town in california you know it's called the beach terrace inn i'll give them a plug because they're great beach terrace inn yeah in san diego no carlsbad 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 okay yeah um they they advertised that they are open this weekend and to just um a very minimal amount of guests and their beaches were open. So um, they were showing how they were practicing social distance and people that were on the beach were far enough apart where they didn't wear masks and they could go in the ocean. And it looked awesome, I, I must <laughs> say. But there's the fact of having to drive there, you know, yeah. and things, things are still um, shut down. Yeah, you don't, there's not a lot of things. Restaurants are still hit or miss. Yeah, we have a long way to go to get to Carlsbad from Arizona. Yeah. yeah. And it seems like everybody here is somewhere else. I don't know. We're in the north, what, western part of uh, Phoenix. Um, So normally there'd be quite a bit of people leaving the area, and it seems like they did. Because yeah. the roads are pretty dead. They're all up. They're all up by me. <laughs> they're all yeah. up. Um, at yeah, Lake they Pleasant. went to. They, they went, went to the, the recreation areas that were open. Yeah, the lake is open. So. Yeah, and um, t- to go further north is open. Some of that is open too. Yeah. I mean, there's no. And f- has been and has been open, I believe, except for maybe the Grand Canyon. I'm not sure. Yeah. Heard- yeah. Grand Canyon oh, is open. Yep. Grand yeah, Canyon is open. Slide Rock was um, even some people. And could, I'm sorry. Could, I'm saying, I'm sorry. Say that again. You, you cut out Slide there. Rock. Slide Rock was open. Oh, okay. Some areas in Sedona. I saw. People. I'm not going to Slide Rock on a good day. <laughs> that, well, water, that water is so cold. It is. If, but when it is 115 degrees outside, that water feels really nice. Yeah, right now we're only in the low 100s. Yeah. So uh, another topic I wanted to bring up is that um, people are under the impression that the high heat seems to slow the Backstreet Boys down, but we've heard that that it doesn't. Um, we've we've read articles um, from places like Singapore, um, Japan to a certain extent has heat, and they're just now coming out of some of their lockdown situations. Well, they, they actually just Extreme lifted, caution. they actually just lifted their they state did. of emergency ban, uh, I think uh, just yesterday. Um, so uh, they're, they're in a really good spot actually, just because of how conscientious their population is to other people. Yeah. They, they, out of everybody on the planet, I think they probably have the best, 
um, like way of dealing with being socially distanced and everything else, despite the fact that Tokyo is just like a like a four by four skyscraper nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, having so many people densely packed in there is a problem. If a, an outbreak happens, it will spread far and fast. And that's one of the things that, you know, having done this shutdown, I think was a really responsible thing to do. Uh, I can't speak so much about the economic impact of it. I can't. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously it's bad. But uh, a, million, a million dead people's bad too, you know. So, and having breaks in our supply chain because people aren't at work or are social distanced and the output is less mm -hmm. um, is something we can live with. But having whole industries disappear is probably something that will take longer to yeah. come back. It's not something like you flip a switch, it's off, it's on. So I think, you know, this is a time where, you know, we need to be grateful that, that the Backstreet Boys decided to have this tour because we wouldn't have the time to think about the way we're living and see that nature can come back. And, yeah. and, and and then we can re-engage with things in a different way if we choose to, maybe. Yeah. You were telling me the other day um, about how companies, since, since certain states are reopening, um, well, most states are reopening, actually, and uh, you're telling me that certain companies were um, giving out advice to companies to try and entice their workers to come work back in the office. And I thought that was the most sickest thing <laughs> I could think of. Well, um, I, think, I think there's been a shift to um, at-home work. And some people found they loved it. And other people want to go back to the office. You know, yeah. it's kind of a love-hate thing. Yeah. But um, some of the larger corporations who have a lot of people in an office setting are finding it that their employees aren't quite ready to come back and they need them or want them to come back. And I was invited to a webinar for CEOs. I don't know how I got invited to this, but I did. You're not a CEO. Right. Well, I did own a company or two. Yeah, that's true. So that's probably why. Mm. I, I took a few uh, webinars in my day. Anyway, um, this one here, it gave a really structured set of six or seven steps to um, make your employees want to come back to the office. It was like strategies to, to entice employees back to the office. Catch me not doing that. <laughs> yeah. And if you're able to work from home and productive, I don't know why your company would want you to come back to the office more than just to have a face-to-face -face for some reason, yeah. you know? But even then, like, I would consider this a face-to-face -face interaction. Yeah. If, when you're working with digital products, yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> it's even more face-to-face -face than face-to-face. Because face-to-face, you're still going to have to pull out a computer or yep. a tablet or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, so some companies, it would make sense and others, it wouldn't. 
But I think we're going to have a real challenge in the fall with uh, schools. And I have been uh, on the fence about working in a school while this is all going on. And I've kind of made a choice not to. Um, and the reason why is because I'm around people who, if they catch this, will die. There's no reason they uh, would. Sorry. Well, I'm not around Sarah, though. <laughs> well, kind yeah. of. She's, she is quite a bit socially distanced from me in a whole different building. Yeah, I'm 15 minutes down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and But I'm talking about uh, the guy I live with and mm. my friends who... I see in person occasionally. Yeah. There's, you know, a, a variety of health conditions that they have that they can't catch this. So yeah. that's just not, not going to be doable. So, um, you know, when you think about that, uh, there are going to be teachers who have people at home they don't want to catch this there are going to be students who have health conditions and teachers that have health conditions where they can't go into a germy environment there's no way to social distance 35 children or larger high school students yeah, 35 in a, in a room 35 there's, kids per room and uh some of the schools here are in like little temporary station rv huts that are like in their in like the field where they typically would have recess and you can only have about 25 students in those rooms but they pack them full because so what will we do um as a society about our schools how will we be responsible towards like teachers no and way. students when we go back in the fall knowing that we still have a virus amongst us that has uh, we have no immunity for and passes freely through the air in enclosed spaces. Yeah, um, I'm grateful that they haven't really opened movie theaters here because in Arizona that's kind of the go-to in the summertime. Yes. And you know, um, with this going on, I thought the minute they open that, that's going to be a draw for people who just don't care. They're like, I don't care if I get it. Yeah. I'm going to go, you know, and that would be a big vector. <laughs> yeah. Especially here, because I yeah. mean, the older population that we have here really likes to go see movies on certain days because um, the movie theaters that are local give out benefits to the elderly people who are over the age of 65. They get you know, they get in for free or something, you know, they get like $2 movie tickets and they just go in and watch movies all day. Um, and it's, it's worth it to do, even if you're not an older, older person, because like it's 115 degrees outside. Of course you want to sit in a dark, cold room with a big slushy and a mountain of popcorn watching, I don't know, end game. <laughs> so if you're sitting in an enclosed space with somebody and they're respirating, they're breathing, even if they're asymptomatic, they're putting it out in the air. It's in the air. And all you have to do is breathe it in or pick it up on your skin and then touch somewhere around your, your eyes and your mouth yeah. and your nose. your nose. Pick your nose, poke your ear. I don't know. It goes in you anyway. So I wash my hands, I promise. I washed my hands before I started recording. So well, I'm I'm also at home. <laughs> I'm, I'm 
a bit of a germaphobe, I admit it, but you know, in an enclosed space, in a restaurant, um, in the settings that they're opening now, I don't feel safe. I'm going to wear a mask and I'm probably not going to go, tell you the truth. I'll get takeout or I'll do something else. But, you know, because I am around these vulnerable people, I feel like that's too much. That's yeah. too much to so, so there's going to be people that are doing things and it's not a political reason at all. It's simply just my preference. I think it's, I think it's absolutely insane that people are like you by wearing a mask, you are making a political statement. I think that is absolutely absurd. And um, the mask may or may not work. I don't yeah. know. Well, you know. well, it's, it's according to the CDC wearing non-medical masks prevents it. Um, so like just like cloth masks that, I that I have um it well it, does, it definitely lessens the amount of spit that's flying out my mouth yeah and the you know the it protects me from the spit that you know Joe somebody is you know just doing the same thing and he might not be wearing a mask and yeah I'm not gonna say that that's a bad or a good thing it's his choice to do that but boy I really wish you would <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't really say, um, you know, they they talk about draconian measures and like the, the scenes from China where people were locked in their buildings or locked in their houses. So scary. Just and you some know, of the images that came out of that when it first was starting to develop. Oh, right. It was and I don't think I don't think a lot of people um, saw those images. What they saw was like in Italy where the hospitals got overrun. I think that was the first time people really paid attention like, wow, a lot of people are sick. That looks but, bad. Glad it's not were, here like two weeks later. <laughs> it was already here when those images were out. And they think our outbreak came from Europe and not China so much. Yep. But, um, but it doesn't matter how it got here or when it got here, it's here. And it isn't it isn't going to go away. Um, I was reading about Sweden where they didn't really try to mitigate. They didn't try to social. Oh, no, no, they didn't. And um, they've had a death rate. That's probably uh, twice as much as what ours is. Um, and the spread is just, you know, enormous. A lot of sick people uh, that will get well, a lot of asymptomatic people and a lot of dead people. So you kind of have those three categories, Backstreet Boys fans going on in Sweden. However, their their goal um, of doing this was to try to get herd immunity and not stop their economy. Uh, their economy is fine, that they were able to continue to go, but they realized that they're nowhere near herd immunity. And no. it, it, it's gonna take forever to get herd immunity so yeah. i don't think that's a goal i don't think that's gonna be a goal <laughs> the the herd immunity what we can hope is the backstreet boys burn out and want to get off tour and and really um i read a lot of literature about um you know herd immunity of course and how this thing spreads mm -hmm. and you know i think it, it, the chance of it like having what they call a second wave i don't think we're done with the first wave no. i think i think it only slowed down because of what we did 
-hmm. And now that we're not doing that, or we're doing it in a, a much modified version, it will continue to spread. It's continuing. We're continuing to get cases. Um, and we may continue to have outbreaks uh, throughout the summer and into the fall and into the spring. And the, the bad part about uh, doing it like that or how Sweden did it is that the more people that get it, the easier it mutates. Yeah. It, it's actually more beneficial to not let it spread mm -hmm. and to, uh, you know, people were all up in arms about how dare you quarantine healthy people. That's like, never been done before. We're doing it for you. <laughs> well, um, yeah. And it, and the reason it's never been done before is because we didn't have the means to do it. We never had the means to do it before. We never actually, had a... We never it's had a true is, reason to be well, like we need to stay in the we need to stay in the house or else I might kill somebody, you might kill somebody, I might kill myself by waltzing out and you know leaving the house, you know and and, and I don't I don't understand the people who are like well I don't care about that I don't care about that it's like, are you sure do you not care about your mom your dad your sister brother your dog. <laughs> What about your cat, bro? Who's going to take care of that? <laughs> if you're sick and in hospital, having to, you know, fight off this deadly disease. It's something that just, that just doesn't compute. It's so strange. Like, well, I think if you've had somebody in the hospital, you, you know how disruptive that is to a, to a lifestyle and a life. And if you've had somebody in a long recovery pro process, that really puts a dent in your life. And it, it really, and especially if you've had it, I mean, I'm not even going to say prior to this, if you've had it at all, even during this, it's, it's, it really puts into perspective, like, if you were to get this, you're going to have to watch them go through this whole thing through a screen. You can't go visit your loved ones in the hospital while they have this disease because you can catch it. Um, yeah. And, and the, the nurses who are helping these people um, every single day have risk the potential of bringing it home to their family too. And that's terrifying. It's so scary. I would go live in a hotel room until this was over. If I knew that I could be bringing it back to my family, I'd be like, listen, I love you guys, but there's no way I'm going to be responsible for killing you by bringing this into our home. So, right. Like I give major props to, to the fact that like they can go do that like I get anxiety just thinking about that <laughs> well the, I got a, a an honest I'm, I'm a person who's really chill but when I was offered um, a job in a school district I literally got anxiety <laughs> it's really I literally had this reaction like I can't do it it's like okay you've gone and got your teaching credential you've finished your degree you poor thing you all these classes and you prepared you've worked for 18 years to step into this job that's really got it's, it's gonna fit like a glove and you can't do it yeah because okay it'd be different if I could stay there and not come home <laughs> but just that just the idea of going there picking up all that you know and then coming here and possibly infecting my husband who would die. Yeah. Can't do it. It, it, put, it puts so, into perspective like what you, 
but what I'm saying is, okay, you have these other places that aren't mitigating and aren't a lot letting people know this is highly contagious and it isn't the flu. It's definitely uh, mimics the flu at first, but there's definitely a blood aspect to it. Like it, um, there's a clotting of, of your blood that happens when you get this and it definitely leaves a mark on you that you're going to have, you're going to have eight weeks, say, if you get the bad version of this, which might include a hospitalization for a and few a, weeks. And a ventilator, if you're extraordinarily well, if you're unlucky. Well, on a ventilator, there's, there's, you know, 50-50 chance you'll come off that ventilator. Yeah. And it's like every week it goes down incrementally by 10. It's like when they first put you on it, it's a 50-50 chance. The next week it's 60-40. The week after that, it's, you know, 70-30 yeah. or whatever. It's like, and if, if perhaps if we hadn't had a few run-ins with ICU, we might be okay with like the unknown. Like, oh well. Yeah, we've never we've never been inside of an ICU. What what could we possibly? We've never had to deal with somebody who may or may not come off a ventilator. Just because you're young, also doesn't mean that you can't have the bad side of this thing happen to you. Yeah. And once you do, you're gonna have a problem the rest of your life yeah. it's not just like oh i had this really bad flu once and now like yeah i'm no. immune to it and i can you know whatever <laughs> rock Some... on no i don't think it's gonna be like that i i like i like to think of it i know it's got it's completely not this at all but uh bronchitis kind of has something similar with it where once you get bronchitis or once you have bronchitis, it's really, really easy for your body to get it again because your immune system is weak as hell to it. And people who have gotten um, tickets to the Backstreet Boys reunion tour, they, they've noticed that they're coming back to the hospital weeks and months later because they've caught it again. Um, so I... I'm not a medical professional. I don't have a degree in that. I make art and stupid videos for a living. I think, though, that even if you do get it and you're hoping, like, oh, I got it, I'm immune to it now. Nah. If anything, you need to be extra super careful <laughs> because, yeah, I think, you know, your body is a little bit more susceptible to getting it. And, like I can or something from, like it, yeah, yeah, or something very very similar to it. Issue, it yeah, again, because yeah. like I've had bronchitis twice, and the first time, it was bad. I was out for like a month, and I was I I had to I couldn't go to work because I couldn't breathe. Um, and then the second time I got it, I didn't even realize that I had had it. Um, and when I went to the doctor, uh, like a week after, I had it. I had this really terrible cough that would just come up every now and again and I'm like man and it re really winded me when I did it I was like something's wrong but I didn't feel sick I didn't have a fever I didn't have any of that I went to the doctor and he was like if you would have waited another two days you'd have been in the hospital and I was like oh good <laughs> well glad I'm here please give me antibiotics so I can live <laughs> yeah and this isn't something the antibiotic is gonna fix no no no, no. if anything th that makes it worse because I'm not sure what it does, but I, I don't really think it's going to do anything. You just end up like dehydrating faster. And like, I don't even know. Oof. 
Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, Mama. <laughs> so this is our talk on, on the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, Backstreet Boys reunion tour. It's not reunion good. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. I'm glad they I'm glad they waited a while to come back. I think we should formally I think we should formally apologize to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I hope that, that that's not a copyright infringement. I don't think it is. Let's wrap this up, Sarah. So uh, our affiliate link this week is Audible. Um, I am actually currently listening to, um, I forget who the author is who's, who's reading it to me. I, sh- I should look it up. It'll be in the description. Um, I'm actually listening to uh, Lord of the Rings, um, The Two Towers. I'm, I'm halfway through uh, the trilogy there. So... Uh, I listen to that while I do stupid stuff. Like uh, what I was doing this afternoon actually was listening to that while learning how to play uh, the ocarina. Um, I'm currently trying to teach myself uh, toss a coin to your witcher. So if that tells you a day in the life of what I do when I don't have anything going on, uh, that's what I do. I teach myself how to play instruments and I listen to audiobooks (laughs) or podcasts. Sounds good. That link will be in the description along with the Two Towers audiobook link for our Audible. So, yeah. Yeah. And Sarah and I will put our links in there too to the projects we're working on right now. Yep. So, I love you, Sarah. Love you too, Ma. Take care of you. You And all of you out there, we'll see you next time. Take care of yourselves. Drink water, wear a mask, wash your hands. Until next time, sit still and listen. Bye. Bye.